0: Who's that? On TV. Oh shit. Looks like John Wick. Bill and Ted. Just Ted. Neo from The Matrix. Who's that? Keanu Reeves.
1: Hello and welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 5, Episode 9, Point Break. I'm your co-host Denali.
2: I'm your co. I'm your co-host Ryan. I'm your co-host Jace. Ooh, I like the sound of this guy.
1: Um, hey, hey so guys, Denali,
2: Denali, are you just a normal dude?
1: Yep, uh, just another normal surfer like you guys. Um, surf every day, love surfing. Um, you guys ever heard You're gonna
2: about? Gonna drop in then, man. Come on, drop in, man. We got twelve footers off the break.
1: Oh, definitely, brah. I'm gonna do that soon, but in the meantime. Have you guys heard about any bank robberies or drugs in the area? My best friend sells drugs. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, What
2: do you think this is?
1: What? Dang. Do you want some? That sounds tight, bra. I would love to indulge uh, in some drug paraphernalia. What type of drugs does he sell? Ibuprofen in case
3: you fall off your board. Um, he's yeah. got cold medication uh, straight from the store, in the box still, in case you get too cold out in the water or you didn't bring your wetsuit okay. and you get sick. Um, okay, oh, good. good. He's got... Uh, and, yeah. some, uh, we, in have, case- we
2: have brand name in case your health benefits card only takes brand name.
3: Yeah, yeah. He works at a legal
1: pharmacy. It's, it's just right okay. over there. Walgreens. Yeah. Dang, brah, that sounds super lame. Say, do you guys have any, um...
3: Oh, sorry, I, d- I meant their, to say that uh, my best friend sells drugs at the Walgreens
1: over there. Oh, that's good, that's a good take, yeah, thank you, that's good. I'll edit that, I'll ed- edit that back in. Um, yeah, I'll I'll take, um, let's see, uh, uh, Crystal Meth, Does, do you guys have any Crystal uh, Meth and, uh, Mary Jane? They've got Crystal Light and, uh, yeah. aisle 4. Um, I, does it get you high?
3: Not as high as riding these waves.
1: Okay, I think that was a good scene, guys. I think that was a pretty good, see, I, I wasn't sure how to close. Um, Hmm. we haven't done improv in a while. Uh, was there, was there a good close? Did I miss an opportunity? Like, maybe, maybe you guys could have taken me on to the waves maybe i would have like drowned oh, or so, something. So, i thought you were up? gonna try
3: yeah. and ride a wave and then i yeah. was gonna tell ryan that i was going to push you over <sighs> for taking my wave but we
1: didn't we didn't get there that would have been funny i think i edited it, i edited it too soon so good good note for me uh thanks guys i think that was a good uh <laughs> that was a good improv sesh uh, i legitimately had um Had an improv, a pretty intricate one uh, planned for us initially for this episode, just because this is a a movie where where Keanu had to improv quite a bit and inhabit a character that wasn't him because he was undercover. Um, However, I decided against it. Ryan, you said you were under the weather today, and I I felt bad listening back to Dracula where you were (laughs) borderline dying of COVID, (laughs) and I was forcing you to do the most difficult, arduous improv exercises for like a good hour, and I was like, you know what? Shell it for this episode. We can just have a normal GBGB episode and enjoy, and just yeah, talk about I,
2: it. I, I mean, I appreciate the concern. Yeah. The um, the benefit might be you might get more out of me in my fugue state than <laughs> uh, <laughs> be if I'm thinking 100 percent clearly because then I would, you know, social yeah. anxiety might take over. F-
1: fair enough, but I don't want to be known as the guy you know just just dragging his friends into the muck of it at their lowest. Hey Ryan. Hey the-
2: Ryan, sick again. <laughs>
1: Let's get the collar on yeah.
2: him. Let's tell him let's tell him <laughs> it's Sunday.
1: Point break. Cause I, I initially said point break. Like as if it's a right. location. Point break. Point, point break. Point break. And I totally know where you're
2: going with this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't. But now, cause I learned from the movie because I looked it up, cause Keanu at one point's like, oh yeah, great point break. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's point breaks. It's a surfing term. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Oh, what
2: So I think I think point break sounds so much cooler than point break. It's it's a movie called Point Break. Yeah, Point Break. Not point okay, break. question. Question. Yeah. This is a great Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is all about emphasis. And maybe okay. <laughs> like it sounds like we're going crazy over here, but mm-hmm. it's about whether or not you emphasize the first word or the second word. Of course. I have a question for you. Yes. Do your guys as grandparents uh, if you ever heard them speak, do they <laughs> say ice cream or do they say ice cream?
1: Wait, we've had this conversation, Ryan. We've had this in the Ben Affleck season. Really? I don't remember um, and I don't know. I
3: couldn't tell you. It might have been in the town. Because your grandparents say ice cream. Ice
2: cream.
1: Ice ice cr- ice, ice cream.
3: cream. Ice cream. Am I just yeah. applying equal emphasis to both words when I say point? Say right? it.
1: Ice cream point break huh you're kind of in the i feel hmm. like he's kind of in the middle what with Point Break. Guy? What? ice cream was sounded fine hmm. but i mean i'm known to have weird emphasis on on certain words like uh like i'll in, i'll say orange instead of orange orange or, orange orange. how do you say uh tournament the i say caramel tournament caramel unless it's fancy and i say caramel yeah well I say caramel every time it's a caramel and a caramel right it's two different things kind of i kind of oh, i don't it, think so is, i don't think is this is it this i'm not i'm not i'm not a a, a candy uh candy guy crayon crayon crayon
3: what you gotta say crayon we're from the you, same you, place
1: you got, that you fucking write the letters you gotta say Crane. all rain crayon 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 you, you
3: guys you probably pumpkin? ate too many crayons as a kid that's why you say pumpkin. it like
2: what's <laughs> that pumpkin do you guys um, say uh, a, yeah th- okay Going on this, now we're getting into, like, a little bit more specific, but there's a thing on the New York Times I very much uh, encourage you to look it up. It's about they predict where you're from based Mm. on the dialect you use and, like, the nicknames that you have for common daily things.
1: Oh, neat. And it's
2: extremely accurate. If it's not accurate to you, it's at least accurate to, like, your parents.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because Alaska kids like us, we have a weird dialect. Because we have a oh, shit. Have we had this exact fucking conversation? But I think we have. Like, where we all have like mid- midwestern dialects, but because yeah, because we're, we're, we're a hodgepodge Hodge. yeah. Of,
3: yeah. of everything. No, what I so think we've Viking had this.
1: <laughs> I think we've had this convo before. So, uh, this this movie has a lot. I I you know I have a little. This movie has a lot of rides. This isn't right? a like quiz, is it? No, it's not a quiz. It's not oh a quiz. God. We've we've done a lot of quiz. We've done a lot of
2: quizzes, okay? A lot of rides? You mean like a lot of theme park rides named after it?
1: No, man, it's a lot of a lot of thrills. A lot of thrills in this movie. Ooh. You know, Keanu's oh, doing metaphor. a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like he's he's skydiving, he's surfing, you know, he's doing cool shit. Uh, you know, you know what's what's like uh just what's the most extreme shit you guys have ever done? Oh. Just just, you know, just in general. Like I've I'm a pretty um This might come as a shock to you guys, but I'm a pretty anxious guy. And, like, you know, sometimes I get a little nervous doing extreme stuff, like roller coasters. I'm usually, like, pale like a ghost and sweating. I I look like Voldemort. Like, I look like I'm about to die in the, like, roller coaster line because I'm so nervous. And uh, that scares the shit out of me. Like, but do you guys have any, like, extreme shit you've done, like, in Point Break? Like, could you be Keanu and and just jump into these situations? We went to
3: Hershey Park together. And, you know, I actually think you kept your cool. I think the most scary thing about riding the new roller coaster was that I had my dad's keys in my pocket, and it's literally
1: a roller coaster that inverts and goes like negative degrees. Yeah, the scariest part of that was like being basically upside down, and Jace just screaming, oh shit, the keys! (laughs) And it's like in his hands while we were upside down. (laughs) And we were like, what, like three hours away from home? Yes. So like, you couldn't lose those. Didn't the car also like almost break down on our drive there? I remember there was some some fiasco, but that was scary. And Jace, I'm glad you thought I kept my cool, but I was pissing and shitting my pants in preparation for the big roller coaster. Denali, I, I hate yeah. to
2: say it, man. Yeah. Roller coasters is not an extreme
1: sport. It's, okay, it's not. It's not, but I was doing that as kind of like a, you know, a lead-in a little bit. Like, yeah. I get scared of okay. roller coaster. I was being vulnerable for you guys, I mean, but I'm so getting mocked. Three of
2: us used to go snowboarding all the time, and we used to yeah. go off-trail, and we used to go backcountry, actual backcountry, where there's not even where there's not even a resort. That's true. And then we used to go off-trail at the resort in Alaska. I think that's, for most people, that's relatively extreme for the average Joe, I think. A lot of people that I meet on the East Coast, you know, they don't do any sort of off-trail riding at all. And it's not nearly as steep as any of the stuff we went through. I remember one time, me and Denali specifically, we were off-trail on the side of Mad Max on in Alaska, oh. And uh, we were going through the trees and someone built this jump. Remember this? Yeah, I do. I think, like I, think I do remember clearing. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, we were looking at it. We're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And it was a great day. There's tons, there's like literally feet of powder. And I go first. I remember I go first and I jump off, and it was way freaking steeper on the downslope than I remembered. And uh, I absolutely just, as soon as I see that, I start doing the fish out of water, yeah. like <laughs> frightened bird thing. And I wash tub it crash head over heels and i'm l- laying in the snow and i'm trying to like scream to like brush my face off so i could scream I'm like don't go <laughs> and you're like okay and then like three seconds later here and you you launched it did the exact same thing that i did and land like a foot from me
1: yeah that was a, a big stomach dropper of a moment of when you see it's just nothing but white and so when you yeah. go up in the air and you, you see like how much space there is between you and and the earth in the ground because it, it's, yeah. it's
2: really it's just a double black essentially right because we're off trail we're in the trees and it's steep AF yeah it was so funny man
3: I never did the North Face
1: oh really you never did the North it's Face okay. so like it's, 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 I, I thought it was the cool, North yeah. Face
2: sometimes is too steep to where it's not even that fun like you just have to like go down safely it's got to be a good day the, we're um, pretty
3: extreme dudes. We're pretty extreme i yeah. would much rather honestly so like in skydiving there's like one point of failure and if it fails you're gonna die yeah <laughs> right if i still have nightmares about dropping into some of those really really steep runs on Alaska, where i'm like oh because <laughs> well, right uh,
1: because like you think shit out of if, me.
2: I, if i fall i'm never going to stop
1: i'm so brain tells you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that um, I guess yeah, nobody's pretty extreme. Like there was like I have a I have a crippling fear of heights. That's one of my few phobias Not that really. I have, where I, I you know I get vertigo and I, my stomach drops really easily, and which probably goes along with roller coasters. Uh, when I was in Guatemala, I uh, I, I did like a, a zip lining thing. Like I was I was in Guatemala in in, in college just for like a, a medical you know mission thing and they were like yeah you want to go fucking zip lining and and it was it was really tight like it was just one of those things where you just show up they're just they just slap the helmet on you and be like all right you're good dog just go and i was like sweet like this is going to be sick and um I had to face my fear, cause I, I'm like any anytime I'm above like ten feet, I, I get I got really sweaty. And me and the surgeon were like in the back and we were both pale as fucking ghosts. Like I was hunched over because I thought I was gonna have a bowel movement the whole time. There was like 13 runs. And the surgeon had his eyes closed and he was whispering to himself. And we were both like the scared ones in the pack. And I remember there was a huge run. And you go you're like four hundred and fifty feet in the air in this huge run. It's fucking huge. And it's like you're going across a canyon. And I remember, like, <laughs> the instructor, <laughs> who was a real funny guy, like, he, I was like, okay, so do I just go? Like, it was weird, because you're, you're just going to jump off a cliff. And he's like, yeah, just go, man. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I, uh, I jumped off the cliff. And right when I jumped, he was like, oh, no, no, don't go. And then, and then I, <laughs> I, I was already in the air. And then uh, anyways, it was, it was fucking terrifying. And then uh, a gust of wind hit me, and I had to, like, pull myself on the wire to the other side. It was scary as shit. That was the most extreme thing. I think um I think maybe I'm a weenie. I mean, I would go huh. I would yeah. jump.
3: I would go skydiving. Oh, I would not. I don't I really cannot. have a yeah. primary concern with that. I did get entirely frightened jumping off of a Jumping off of high things in the water scares me. I have okay. to go right after somebody or
1: I won't. Yeah. Like I don't like dropping into an environment. I don't like just dropping. I don't like the feeling of that. I don't like the loss of control. I don't like deep water being in the I middle like, of the I ocean scary I'm as fuck I'm not spot. even psyched about that the diving there was a diving board at the Wasilla pool and it's about a foot off the water and it took me years of mental conditioning to feel brave enough to jump off of it and I, by jump i mean just fall off of it shit i'm i couldn't be i couldn't be Keanu. you can be you couldn't be canyons
2: i i like water stuff i used to, I grew up a grip around a lot of water in my summers so like I'm definitely afraid of there being a giant lake monster beneath me, but we used to do, (laughs) like, rope swings and, like, wakeboarding, and jump. we used to jump off the cliffs in Mm. California, which is about this, like... Oh, my God. I think it's about 30, 35 feet, somewhere in there.
1: That's huge. That's huge, yeah. And
2: if there's a river, and it's jumping off into a river, and you have to swim, you jump... You come up and then you have to swim back to shore before you get swept down the river. Oh my god! Because <laughs> it's in the middle, of, it's in like the calm section between two rapids. And like we, if you penciled it, like if you know, if you didn't put your arms out to the side or if you're a bigger person, you'd hit the bottom. And I remember hitting the bottom with my feet a couple times. Oh my god!
1: Fuck that! Yeah,
2: there's like you, there's like one ledge you can jump off
1: of, and you have to jump off straight, and it's so- actually kind of nerve-wracking. I think, Ryan, out of the three of us, you're probably... You're, you're going to be the one who's Johnny Utah. Like, I think you'll have to be the guy who's going to be I would jumping up. I would love to do that. I want to surf so bad. Ooh. Learning how to surf would be sick. Oh, God, yeah. I love boogie... But we had a whole boogie boarding yeah. section of one of our episodes about sick boogie boarding. I, mean, I feel like we would love to surf. But, like, as soon as Bodie's like, you want to go skydiving, I would have a panic attack. <laughs> be like, I can not fucking do this. I can fucking... We're not friends. I'm a cop. <laughs> the, um... Outbreak. Yeah. The... The one, th-
3: so I have a paddleboard, and oh, I thanks, think Brad. in the in the yeah, yes. But <laughs> the I think the thing about a lot of these uh, situations is we're talking about like really deep water. If I get acclimated to it, if I take a little while and I calm like calm down and just sit into it, uh, when I was in Wisconsin, I like was probably I paddled like a third of a mile offshore with my paddleboard and just jumped into the middle of Lake Michigan. And which is just like... Nice. <laughs> that sounds awesome. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be in there. You don't know what's in there. So, so I guess the, the depths. Yeah. Is now that I'm thinking about it, I guess
2: I do a lot. Of, like, we do a lot of... Right. To get out to, like, a hunting camp, so we have to ride four-wheelers, like, off-trail and through the woods and stuff for a long time. And then... Yeah, like, I remember, did I tell you, it's the same river, the rafting, uh, the tubing incident down the river. Is that where we jump off the cliffs. Did I tell you guys about this ever? I'm certain I have, I'm I admit, upset on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We, me and my friends, me and my cousin, and one of my friends, we're gonna go hoobing in like literal rubber inner tubes down the river. And uh, we did not know what we were doing. Our friends in high school, like our acquaintances at least, have been always like, yeah, it's super easy. You just jump in and you do this. And they're always like, well, don't flip, right? Because, like, you don't want to flip. It's bad. It's bad. And I've rafted that river before, like, in a big old raft, but never, like, tubed it. And we jump in. So, like, me and my friend are going to share one. And then we have another. My cousin is on another one. He's a little bit older than that, so he gets his own. Duh. And these aren't ones with, like, handles. It's not meant to do this. These are just, like, rubber black so Wait,
1: how are you sharing? Are you guys butt to butt? Oh no, we're belly. Foot to foot. We're side to side. We're both on our belly. Oh, you weren't God. spooning. Okay. Spooning no, probably that would have been secure. more efficient and more more secure and efficient. Uh, we don't need like, to please. talk about. Where I don't you know were about. Yeah. I don't
2: know how you stack the spoons there. And so we we jump in and immediate like literally. So there's this uh, power station, and we're in the middle of Big Canyon. There's this power station. that's the outflow from the hydroelectric plant yeah and it comes down this big chute and it kind of makes its own waves because the water is traveling super fast and we crawl down this cliff like kind of like face and we jump in there but our timing's off and instantly we flip oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and think about like rapids like this there's like chunks so you go along for 100 yards or 50 yards of rapids and Mm -hmm. there's like a calm section right so we combobulate ourselves and we go into the next section and we're like, okay, this time we're gonna do it. There's like rocks and stuff. These are real rapids. And our cousins on the nice air tube like, woo! And uh, instantly, first rock, we flip. <laughs> well, we kind of learned like we have, we kind of learned to like put your feet up, right? We were right. told. And you, so you don't wanna hit your head on any rocks. Man, this repeats. And we're at a point where we can't get out, right? Like there's no good spot to like get out until we get through the whole thing. That's why we're doing this. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) about three or four times this goes by, and we're just so over it. Me and my friend, because we flip every single time, and the biggest one's coming up. And uh, so once again, this is how his friend died. (laughs) We're scared out of our minds, and we flip instantly for like the fourth time in a row, and lose the tube. Oh my god! (laughs) So I remember being thrown to like my right, because we went th- around the wrong edge of the rock. We're supposed to go towards like this other <laughs> side. I remember like being thrown over the rapids and uh, hitting the shore. Like the shore isn't just like this gentle slope up. The shore is like more big rocks, right? Because the water doesn't have anywhere else to go. And I remember being like hitting the rocks over and over. And like I was outstretched my arms kind of like <laughs> upstream, trying to like claw at the rocks get a like a finger hold or a hand hold and i would just slip right off the rocks i was so like tired and i i was hitting the rocks hit one and then like try and grab it and just be too tired to hold on to it hit the next and i was getting discombobulated yeah and then i remember turning downstream i was like almost felt like i was drowning i remember turning downstream and seeing like a big drop Like I was not to go over like a mini waterfall, right? Like a like a little rock. So my worst nightmare. All the water was going over, and I remember being like, "Oh fuck me!" (laughs) And all of a sudden, a hand. I'm not joking. It's like a freaking movie. A hand grabs my wrist and stops me, and it's my friend. My friend Jake, the one that I was sharing the tube with, who I lost, and he (laughs) must have been further down, and he must have like Tarzan, like George of the Jungle bit, right? And so he stops me and I relieve the tension and Jake doesn't go anywhere. And I look upstream and he's literally lodged between two rocks, like 127 hour style. His <laughs> leg is lodged between these two boulders uh, upstream from him, And so he's just like floating like a piece of driftwood, like in the water. And so i have to like go now i have to like crawl my way up these rocks upstream and like help him get out of this crack. and we eventually do it and we just sit on the shore for so long i remember and he couldn't walk uh my flip-flop had wrapped around like my middle toe and like (laughs) dislocated my middle toe and so that was what i was doing so like i was like oh man and so eventually we get down to the we like hobble along the shore down to the calm spot where my cousin is chilling with our raft he found it yeah we get out of the water at the cliffs and then we have to walk back like all barefooted and my friend like can't walk so we have to like basically we have to like he leans on one of our oh, shoulders shit and he broke his leg we get back to town oh. he, he gets an x-ray he literally had a hairline fracture going
1: up uh what, his leg what bone was it the,
2: the shin bone right like
1: shin? okay so the tibia that that's yeah, a, yeah. He hairline fracture, like
2: vertically fuck. going
1: up his leg. Oh.
2: So and he Jesus. missed like the rest of the basketball season and everything like that. We're, it was crazy. We're not
3: Johnny Utah. We're stupid, <laughs> we're not if anything. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: these were like I don't know the classes, but people right. in a raft you just coast over I these things.
1: I mean, Ryan, Johnny Utah wiped out and nearly died his first run. That's true. So I think that is a Johnny Utah move. What and if someone saved you? What if he was just acting? Do you think he was acting so the girl would save him? I. Oh, shit. That's you know, because drink, you met, dude. like, what if
3: Keanu Reeves was just acting? What if Keanu Reeves was acting? They set up, they set up that whole scene yeah. where they picked the bricks That's up true. off the bottom of the pool. So I was kind of like, oh. does he really know how to swim? And he's just That's like. That's not bad. That's who I'm going to try and get to teach me I how to Keanu's, surf. God,
1: Keanu's such such a good actor, dude. Well, speaking of, like, rides and Ryan, that was a fucking wild story. I'm glad you're alive. I'm gl- I hope your friend's leg's okay. no i
2: remember it like i remember it very very glad we're alive and we went back to my house and ate dino shaped chicken nuggets and we were like this is the best meal (laughs) it's like the opposite of a last meal
1: isn't it crazy that dino nuggets have no bones in them and the only thing we see of dinos is bones isn't that weird huh just just food for
3: thought do you think since we found out that dinosaurs have most likely had feathers that they should put feathers in dino nuggets Stick Whoa. feathers into the nuggets. Do you guys know
2: yeah. how recently we found out about the whole freaking dinosaur situation?
1: Pretty recently.
2: Like, really recently.
1: Wasn't it, like, the the 90s they found out dinosaurs were... Yeah, <laughs> like, plate
2: tectonics and everything. Okay. They only put together, like... Our parents had already, like, gone through high
1: school before they put plate tectonics together. I heard that was really recent. Uh, I mean, I think the first dinosaur bone was discovered by, like, Alfred P. Englishman the dinosaur hunter from 1890 right i mean let's let me yeah, I mean, no really let me really
2: recently well, first first dinosaur uh, discovered they probably had found it before but like a white
3: first white dude to write it down yeah, is course, not yeah. you know <laughs>
1: the same as first fine okay. one
3: <laughs>
1: it was this extremely white british daddy dude mr william buckland <laughs> uh, from 18 1819 where's he from uh, uh, he's from the england Ryan... Could you yeah, let please. me know what it was? You like? Could you <clears throat> tell me about finding
3: the, the new? Yeah, yeah. Me, 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 me.
2: Hello, I'm William Buckland. I found this big old bone. It don't look like an O.C. bone. It's a big lizard.
1: Wow! It was like I was there. <laughs> it was like I was there. Thank Chase, you for can you, tr- can, you, can you? Oh, can you take a pass at it? Can you take a pass at it? Let me just. I just want to hear another another take, just a different take. What, Do a different. For what Ryan. was his name? Uh, William Buckland
3: day 39 in the <laughs> perilous jungles of south sudan mm. i have found uh, the largest bone i've ever seen i believe it to be uh, a dinosaur i'm going to call it the bucklandosaur <laughs> I'm so great. Dude.
1: <laughs> that that was, was like legit. That, that's like I was there. And it wow. they didn't,
2: it would have been way funnier to reverse our impressions. <laughs> uh, the the
1: the Bucklandosaur was later named the Megalosaurus.
3: Oh. Wait, is that Oh, real? really? he
1: found a big wall. He he named it the Megalosaurus because it's it was his first swing at it. He was like, Oh, hello, governor. now, I, I found a <laughs> bloody bone in the ground. And this is a big old longy-wongy-bony-wony. And I'm going to name it a dino-wino. And it's going to be a megalosaur. That's my take. Just uh, directors, whatever, just pick whichever one of the three of us you want in your British movie. I mean, we were, we were talking about rides. Like, Ryan, right, I know you're a coaster head, too, and, and you might be able to contribute oh, to yeah, this, too. Like, uh, you know, rides simulate, like, an experience. You know, like, theme park rides, they'll experience, like, like dropping or spinning. Or, or some rides, the experience is getting really, really wet. And then this, some rides, you know, they, they make you feel like a dropping sensation. And I was just wondering if we can design a new ride that maybe simulates a new a new sensation, like hmm. um, like a ride that makes makes you feel really cold. Like that's the the thrill. Oh, Ooh. like 4D. Yeah. Like how cold it makes you. What about not not a ride that locks you
3: in and just moves okay. really slow? So you just like you're on it for like six hours. So you get really, really hungry. And yeah. like, it's just taking you like through kitchens. I
2: think that's, it's a small world. Like, they,
3: like, <laughs> you literally are just like being oh, taken so past like three Michelin star kitchens.
1: And they're like, <laughs> like oh, is that Gordon Ramsay? Oh. You're like, oh, please. Oh, shit, I would love some. Please. And it's, uh, and it's, it's three weeks long. Yeah.
2: yeah we, okay, Jace, <laughs> unironically. So we went to the, we went to the Halloween event at the Six Flags near us, and one of the haunted houses, like uh, it must have been off timed, where like all the actors were getting back to their positions, because we went through a haunted house and like nobody jumped out at us. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were just walking through these like vaguely themed rooms. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm just getting back in my coffin here. Yeah, and it was like it was like haunted
1: hotel, so it's like room one oh one, and we're like, uh, I guess this is kind of creepy. <laughs> What's another um what's another sensation or emotion that uh, there's not a ride for? Um a ride that they uh sadness makes you sad.
3: It's a, it's it's a next to a local sewage plant. Okay. So it's it's
2: Oh, there's a no there's a six flags in Jersey.
3: And it's really slow <laughs> and it locks you in and
1: it just really just makes you smell yeah. sewage for 3 weeks. So it's it's a, it's a ride that makes you smell things that are bad. Mm-hmm. That's a good ride. Um, the sad ride, it could, it could also, um, just show how the sewage plant is affecting the animals. Oh man. In there. So this, this bad six flags is, is going to be, is going to have a lot of different it's five, negative. It's ones. five flags. It's five flags. And it, you know how good six flags is all the good emotions. Five flags is all the bad ones, but they're still rides. Oh, so we, we yeah. can do a
3: ride where it shows you a bunch of pictures of these really cool animals. And then you get to the other, like, mm-hmm. they're all dead. Humanity. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: It's right, like, sweet so
2: far. And, and like or or like uh, actual animals that uh zoo animals that have yeah. names and everything, and then like and it's like and he tried to escape and we shot him.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! So it's it's the Five Flag Zoo and they they shoot all the animals after you see them. So that's 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 a good zoo. Um, there's already a haunted house that makes you scared, so I think that's gonna be the positive one. Is there a haunted house that makes you, um, that, that, that makes you, I guess Ooh. I was going to say bored, but how about, that's, that's how about, already behind uh, it. about a haunted house that just like emits the brown note? Oh, it oh, makes you shit yourself, mm. but not because of fear. Yeah. It makes you, it makes, it triggers a bowel movement that's independent of fear that, that you walk through the, the thing. So it kind of just shakes you. Yeah. Just
2: like, and, like, yeah. Like, uh, I, I, like idling cars, man. Yeah. And, and, and it gets uh, it going. in ninth grade, I had this, uh, like stum elective class. <laughs> okay. And I, my chair was, I was all the way in the back, and I yeah. would lean up against the wall, and it, it was at the end of a hallway, okay. the room. So like, I think there was a boiler room right behind oh my it, God. the wall, and yeah. it would vibrate, and it would vibrate at the exact frequency that made me have to uh, do the do a BM, and I How remember many being like, this "BM is stories the worst do we luck. have
1: on our podcast? A lot, of for Ryan.
2: <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's my life, dude."
1: So each room, you have a boiler room. Another room is like a soft-serve ice cream machine. Another one's like a dump truck offloading, you know, like things, rocks splashing in the water. People
3: jumping into pools. Um,
1: a house of positive affirmation
3: that okay, you get positively affirmed about your experiences in your life and the things that you've done. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, yeah. it just says, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> 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 this is good. It's a
2: good theme park i feel like it might be important to point out that most patrons of theme parks are children not
1: not not, not (laughs) you're not gonna have you're not gonna bring your kids to a five flag is gonna make you feel bad like it's it's gonna it's like a it's a theme park for people who feel too good and they need a they need a reality check what if there's a teacups
3: ride that has like a this is a, a a theme park where you can sell alcohol and it has like a, a, you can do an optional breathalyzer on the teacup, and it senses how drunk you are. And if you're really drunk, yeah. it just spins like a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> or it doesn't stop. It like you, they give you alco- alcohol on it, or you can take alcohol on it. And it doesn't stop until your blood alcohol is above a certain level.
3: Oh
1: fuck. Oh, so so it spins faster the less the drunk more sober you are. What what is it? Drunk go-karts. No man, that's that's illegal. We're gonna get in legal trouble if we do that.
3: <laughs> oh, you think we're not? Okay, and then what about but, like yeah.
1: a ride where you're in a chair and
3: there are a bunch of knives on springs and you have to get yeah. out of the knife chair? You know We're just talking about saw that's just the saw three. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: just the plot what? of saw three. What? <laughs> yeah. What if you're um what if you're like a janitor, but you're like really smart? And you're just mopping floors and then you see like a math equation on the whiteboard and then you just start finishing it.
2: Goodwill hunting the rot. <laughs> All these theme parks have like Batman
1: the ride, Superman the Rod. Goodwill hunting the And they're the like ride. You can't be smart. You're dumb. And then that's the ride. And then you have to be like, How do you like them apples? How do you, how do you like them apples? And there's another one where you're you're really good at running. And then you fight in Vietnam. And then and then you you invest a lot of money in this Apple company and things seem to be going really well. But then this lady's like, "You have a kid now." Um and then there's a feather that blows in the wind and that's the end. Ooh. The ride. Shawshank Redemption. The ride. Shawshank Redemption. There could be a ride. That's one yeah. of those
3: one of those wave riders where you you got to you get all your it's really big though. You get all your buddies okay. You get on it. And then um, the operator of the ride, uh, there are four of you in the beginning, and then he shoots three of you, so um, okay. <laughs> only only one,
1: yeah, survives. What what is this? Wait, what is what? this? It's, <laughs> what it's is this Point movie? Break the ride? It's point it's Point Break the ride. <laughs> okay, oh oh, okay. So everyone dies in a hail of bullets <laughs> besides the last
3: two guys, and then the wave runner <laughs> yeah. actually kills the last person because it's such a
1: big, it's because it's a it's a big last wave. Yeah. So it's Point Break wow. the ride. Guys, they're like... this bit is yeah.
2: going. <laughs> So hard. And is, yeah. It okay. makes me very happy that because list. I spent I spent most of my day making theme parks.
3: Um Chase is still thinking. He's got he's got another the, one in
2: the um, tank. Okay.
3: What about a ride that you, you had to wear like earmuffs so that you were like completely couldn't hear anything or you had to wear like a
1: blindfold on?
2: Well that, okay, so that's actually not bad because like they already have uh dark rides.
1: Oh yeah, so, like Space so, Mountain, yeah, you know. It's like, scarier because you can't see, so it's scarier because you can't hear yeah we can have a ride that simulates you know when you're like uh at a party or at like a bar and you like meet someone that's cool and you start talking but you, it's kind of just too loud and you're like what no i like that band what and and it's kind of like awkward and like it's not that enjoyable that's like that the ride um yeah it's pretty good pretty good Where it's like kind of hard to hear do you somebody you have to be forced to talk I, i'm, to I'm confused about how yeah are ninety percent of the people in there
2: employees? Yeah,
1: they're employees, and like one of them kind of has like a, a tangential interest in in something you have, you're interested Ooh. in. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you gotta kind of find out who it is. You have to find out who you it don't is. really want to be
2: here. You came with somebody else. You said yeah, you yeah, come, yeah. and then the, the the day showed up and you didn't really want to go.
3: Ooh, sensory deprivation ride. Completely okay. dark, but it's like one of the yeah. hanging coasters where you're up on the seat and your feet are dangling, and then it just like drags your feet through a puddle. <laughs> Oh so you God! Have to walk through the rest and of your the... socks are all wet.
1: <laughs> Wait, so what? Like it's it's like one of those Superman ones where your feet are dangling, yeah. and then they're like, "Are you ready for the ride of your life?" <laughs> and it just dips you in a puddle, <laughs> just your feet. <laughs> and your socks are wet for the day.
2: There's like a there's a huge line for it, so you're like, guys, we have to do this first. This
1: is the best ride. It's Point Break the ride, and you know the part in Point Break where he like walks by right the beach. He steps a wet
2: thing in his kitchen. <laughs> like, oh, I just put these socks on.
1: If I was Walt Disney, and I was building, like, I would build the most amazing theme park. But one of the rides is, like, where you get strapped in, and they just throw an egg at your face. Yeah, or, like, someone (laughs) just comes along
2: with a thing of mustard and, like, squirts it on your shirt.
1: Just squirts it all over you, and then you just, they get you you
2: off. The employee comes up and says, hey, do you want this corn dog? I'm like, yeah, and they just put it right on your
1: shirt. (laughs) Oh, that's the ride. It's, uh, it's, It's where someone offers you a corn dog and then, you and say, then they yeah. rub mustard on your shirt and they rub mustard on your shirt and they're like too bad and they eat the corn dog in front of you
2: that's that's the run, and then the arms come up yeah and
1: they're like all right and next. You leave. this is good stuff guys this is good comedy like people people have said like they're like man these guys don't really know how to do comedy that well because they never went to comedy school but i See? think this is evidence that we exhibit are, just, are exhibit a was it
3: was it joe that said that <laughs> Did joe say we weren't funny <laughs> we don't
1: have to name names <laughs> yeah sure. joe came on our show and he was like the three of you uh, don't know how to do comedy and you're all bad so so take that joe See so see this last the last five minutes dude if you're if you're still if you're still even conscious after yucking it up so hard look how funny we are now without any of your fancy your uh com- comedy school it wasn't joe no one said that. <laughs> Our fans are very nice. A, a ride that makes you laugh so hard, you yeah. vomit and pass out. That's like any Adam Sandler movie. It's, <laughs> it is is just Click. It's just Click. <laughs> it's just Click. That you, you vomit and have a seizure. It's uh, its just the scene in Click where he's hes fat. And they're like, look how fat he is. Isn't that funny?
2: And he's like, what? He's like, oh, I'm sick. I can't be sick, I'm Adam
1: Sandler. you. Should we talk about the movie or like What <laughs> You okay right? I'm Jenny Utah. <laughs> could, could <laughs> you, Jenny Utah Hey could
2: you, could you imagine If yeah. uh, they cast Adam Sandler Instead of Keanu Reeves and he does his Like uh <laughs> <Yeah>. Billy
1: Madison <laughs> Wait, Billy Madison or either, I can do the, the water boy Or was, was it Billy Madison Where he's like oh, Bil- oh yeah, boy. yeah that's Billy Madison Mama says
3: Robin Banks is the devil <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> uh okay who has ryan synopsis is it, is it me it's replacement. Oh, was, oh i remember okay i remember yeah jace you got pb i got
3: pb it's my personal best point break nice
1: can i just do i just go
3: you think i should just go you can get just into go. it you can go can if, you want. if you're ready oh, if you're ready for the synopsis off okay so point break is a movie, and the cast of the movie is Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, mm. Gary Busey, mm. Lori Petty, mm. John C. McGinley, mm. James LeGrow, mm. John Philbin, mm. Bo Jesse Christopher, Vincent Klin, Chris Peterson, Anthony, Keaties, oh, Peterson. Olson, oh, Anthony Kiedis, Dave Olson, Julie Michaels,
1: Kimberly Martin,
3: <laughs> okay, I don't know that. Gloria I don't Mann, Galen Gore... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know
1: if is there is there this many people in?
3: Um, oh, I was just reading the IMDb. Sorry. Um,
1: okay. Yeah. Anyway, oh yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I forget that uh we're 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 nine episodes in Keanu Reeves, but maybe we should say uh you know we're watching ten Keanu Reeves movies. We're Good Boys Gone Bland, We marathon ten movies of a single subject or actor. Yes. This is number nine. Number nine. We haven't done that in a while, but I feel like our fans kind of know. But like you know, for the new for the newbies who like Point Break mm-hmm. and they just want to check us out. Ooh, hopefully, it's a lot of people. I hope so. Maybe some surf. I, I, we haven't gotten into the surf demographic yet, and I think this is going to be the the break. That's our final the, demographic break point for us. Yeah. Sorry, J- Jace. Please. You know. Um.
3: So movie or you know, normally more than one person in it, but um, mm-hmm. I did what you did. I I wrote a little bit. Oh. Uh. Oh. Okay. Pre-written. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Just because I realized that sometimes I ramble, and then I listen to that rambling, and I'm like, that is innate nonsense, Jace. Just. Write down some (laughs) thoughts about the movie before. So, point break. uh, Actually starring Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Laurie Petty, and Gary Busey. Um, Keanu Reeves is playing Johnny Utah, a kind of straight-shooting new FBI agent who's just moved to L.A. He's partnered with the kind of geriatric bottom-of-the-barrel investigator, Angelo Palas, played by Gary Busey. And uh, they're looking for a group of president-guised bank robbers who only strike during the summer. And Angelo Daddy's theory is that uh, they're surfers. So Keanu goes on to steal waves from some locals. He meets uh, Lori Petty's character, Tyler Endicott, who teaches him to surf. Gets him in with the crew of Bodhi. Sexy-ass Patrick Swayze. Mm. And what follows is one and a half hours of... Crackpot '90s action in which Keanu joins the gang, chases the adrenaline dragon, and eventually turns on his would-be pals to close out the case. Love it, it's, James. It's, it's, That was it's, great. It's a surfing and FBI movie. It's it all great. you need to know. <laughs> it's really, <so> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's fucking amazing. Uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow, uh, then I think then wife of James Cameron, uh, great director. Hurt Locker, bunch of bunch of other ones. That's, that's one I can think of. Talking my head. I'm not not that good. With director stuff. But legendary director. Catherine Bigelow. Did she do Zero Dark Thirty? I think she did. I think she did. I think that's like one of the other ones that I know of Catherine Bigelow. I'm like on the IMDb trying to trying to like look it up real quick. Because I think this is yeah, her big break. This was her first movie. It's her big point break. It's a big point break. Catherine B- Bigelow did uh, did Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty, K-19, The Widowmaker. Uh, She's done a lot of shit. I don't know if I've seen any of those movies. A lot of these are dadcore movies. Well... This one, I mean, is is this a dad? Is this a yes? It is. And this I fucking is loved it. Dad poor. <laughs> My
3: God, it's, this movie made mm-hmm.
1: thousands of dads question their sexuality. A uh, hundred percent, because like right out of the gate, you have Keanu soaking wet in the rain, wearing a skin-tight what? T-shirt, fucking ripped as hell.
3: My God,
1: one hand pumping a shotgun, and then like hitting like a hundred targets, and they're like hundred percent johnny utah good job he's like, and then he's yeah he gives a thumbs up he's like chewing gum and i'm like this is the most chad fucking dude i've ever seen like incredible intro and his name's johnny utah are you kidding me can dude
2: we, can we talk about that like
1: yeah how obvious of a fake
2: name that
1: is. it's like joe montana it's like the right he's yeah. from
2: ohio he's like johnny utah where you from ohio and they don't, it's not a joke. Yeah. It's just the, that's just way, the way the movie is. It's like exists in this
1: other world. Ohio State Buckeyes. He was a star quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Does this need to be, need to be so, mentioned? It, a replacement, same universe? It's the same team. Same team. And then they also played the Sugar Bowl in. In and this one, I think it was like the Cotton Bowl or something. Wait. In this, so in this one, Bodie mentions that he played the Sugar Bowl and biffed it. However, I don't think I don't think it was okay. didn't say he biffed it. I think
3: it was said he got fucked up in the fourth quarter.
2: He hurt his knee. Yeah, it's the same exact thing.
1: But I think they did say a different game. I think they said like the Cotton Bowl or something. Oh, man, I'm going to have to look that up because I I remember I remember Sugar Bowl because in in the replacements, they did talk about a Sugar Bowl, but it was the 95 Sugar Bowl, which hasn't happened yet.
2: It's just really it's just really strange that he took those roles 10 years apart and they both mentioned him being a quarterback in one of the bowl
1: games. and getting injured. You're right. I looked it up. It's the Rose Bowl. Oh. Okay. He blew out his knee in the late game <laughs> and became an FBI agent instead. Uh, but yeah, it is weird. And this is also, I think, uh, how many Johns has he played so far? Wow. We got uh, John Constantine, Johnny Mnemonic, Johnny Utah, John Wick. Is that his contract? He's like, I gotta be a if John. If you don't name me John
3: in the movie, you're paying 20% is it the same more. same John Anderson in The Matrix? Tom Anderson
1: was close. I just think he, he seems like a he seems like a, a regular he's good at playing a regular dude, I think. An every man? Uh Jonathan Harker? Hmm. Oh, you're right. Dracula. Well He was a John, wasn't he, in, in Lake House? Why have I not
3: made this connection until now? And well, he looks like a John. He looks like Keanu Reeves. He looks like, like, like Keanu Reeves, but, but yeah. He looks like he also looks like a
2: John Utah. Like that's an amazing name. Fuck. Yeah. 100%. Just like the Swayze looks
1: like Patrick Swayze. Like you 100%. could convince me that no other person is named Patrick Swayze. <laughs> that Patrick Swayze. Keanu's intro where like the the FBI chief is like, oh, you can't be doing drugs. You can't be doing alcohol, anything. He's like, sir, I take the skin off chicken. And I was like, this so dude. So good. <laughs> it's so good. He's so full of great lines in this movie too, like speed. <laughs> another another Los Angeles uh, police, police adjacent for this one movie for, for the old Keanu as well. Uh, he's, I think like it's, he's playing it differently from speed as well. Like yes. he's, you know, we can talk about, but he's got a little bit of the Ted Teddergy in here, but then he kind of turns it off. Cause there was that little, little callback scene where he's talking to the surfers and he's like, Oh, Hey dude, you mind if I take some hair or like, he he kind of does that thing. And then he walks away and his face changes and he plays it straight for the rest of the time. And I think that was a little bit of a wink at being like, yeah, he's that guy, but now he's not right now in this movie. Right.
2: the, the, the thing about laying an undercover agent. Yeah. And this is true for like all movies, right? Where you have an actor who, in the movie, is acting. There are there are some <laughs> there are some actors who yeah. aren't are not that great at acting. Right. What's name? I'm just, I'm not gonna name any names. I'm just gonna use a placeholder name. Like, let's say this, his name is Keanu Reeves hey okay okay so well, look, random the movies, name right so keanu reeves his character might be really good at acting this might present a challenge <laughs> for keanu reeves uh you know to go two layers deep
1: and be and try and be double good acting and act like he's acting and act yeah because the audience has to know that he's acting that's right so maybe he's actually a better actor than we think he's a great liar right in this movie Straight faced, he doesn't even, and flip. very yeah. believable every time he tells a
3: story. It's like
2: it's like the opposite of Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> he's a very very good actor who's playing someone who's bad at acting.
1: So he's you're saying Keanu's a bad actor? who's playing someone who's good at acting? Because I think yeah. I think he's I think he did it was it was an uneven performance in this movie. I think at the end, the very very end scene, which we can get to later, but at least I think it was obvious that was the first scene they filmed because he has like the longer hair and his lines are extremely awkward in that scene. But I think the rest of the movie I think he kind of comes together a little bit. Hmm. I think it's there's there's moments where he's good and I think moments where it's 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 uneven a little bit. Fine. You can be I don't have that I mean, opinion. Yeah, it's I it just, you know, it's I think he's gotten better as an actor and this is early on in his career. This is him in in 1992 where he's just breaking into the action roles. Like this is I think his first action movie he's ever done. And uh, you know, I think this is the hottest Keanu we've ever had. Oh yeah, that's and what it, I was about to say. This, yeah. a,
3: this might <laughs> be the hottest cast
1: of yeah. a movie I know, pound for and pound. I know
3: we've yeah. seen some pretty hot. We've pasts. seen,
2: uh, we have reviewed. I know what you did
3: last. Patrick yeah. Swayze <laughs> was 38 in this movie, and
1: I was <laughs> like, "Holy shit!" If I can look like that at 38, I'm set. Both these dudes shredded surfing, and first of all, like, am I supposed to believe that Keanu doesn't know how to surf in this movie? right with him okay, talking so like other, that this is the other funny part like too that.
2: because yeah. like i've mentioned this before actually but in the always sunny podcast they did and they're like why did they pick keanu reeves to pretend to not know how to surf what me a surfer <laughs> i've never surfed in my life
1: bro did they mention it that in that podcast too because that was yeah,
2: they did this exact riff they were like <laughs> why did they pick keanu reeves why does he not, like, adjust his acting style?
1: Well, I did read, though, despite that, because I did think that, and I, I read it before we did this episode, um, that he had never surfed before in real life. Like, he actually hasn't surfed. And even though he's, like, from, Ho- I think he was, he has, yeah, he's from Hawaii, Hawaii, and then, you know, he spent a long time in SoCal, in Hollywood, and he's never, this dude never surfed. Like, if I thought any actor ever has surfed, it's this guy. And the Sways, And the Sways. The Sways I think, has surfed. Has he? Sways oh, has I done it all, baby. Sways has done Swayze. it all
3: got into some disputes with insurance companies because of how many of the stunts
1: <laughs> he wanted to do in this movie. I heard about it. Cause he was, he was doing the sky. He was trying to do the skydiving. Yeah. This The, the Swayze man was, was bringing it. Uh, was this your guys's first watch through as well? I've seen, oh, yeah. I've definitely seen parts of this before
3: and I have uh, was, it's always, was it's, were they talking about this? And it's always sunny because of the, the gunshots into the air scene. Oh, the yeah, that's definitely, the-
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, right. Well, that's in yeah. Hot Fuzz, too. Like, so many other movies spoof that scene. And I have never seen the original. Ooh. Yeah, me either, yeah. But I've seen it in Hot Fuzz where they're like, they do this exact same bit. But if we talk about that chase scene for a minute, like, it's a master class in how to do a chase scene, I think. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's just phenomenal. the The one thing I would say is it's so long. <laughs> that about two or three minutes into the chase scene, I was like, "How funny would it be if the next forty-five minutes, like the remainder of this movie, is just chase scene and they're just running around L.A. going into a different house?" <laughs> it was. It was so. <laughs> and they just well do set. that for like, like literally for like an, another hour.
1: <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. Um, I mean, I guess the last part of it is a chase. It's just yeah. off camera. So he's like, "I've been chasing you for a year." If, yeah. Okay, if you had to make a list of items
3: for the perfect chase scene you know like so location hmm, okay where, where do you think um, like
1: tighten it inner city like we got here or do you have a preference i liked going through all the yards and the, and the rooms of the houses chase. where it's like yeah. he's like they're just cramming through pushing extras out of the way and they're like whoa, whoa, whoa like that that was fun so, so and much. then so,
3: do you think like they did this one in daytime or nighttime if you two had to formulate a
1: chase scene mm-hmm. daytime, daytime, daytime chase, chase? Oh, daytime, hundred percent. It's too too logistically difficult. Yeah. Plus, uh, and is
2: my 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 other favorite chase. I just want to say this because that answers both your questions. Chase um, Terminator Two, same neighborhood. Oh,
3: during the oh. day. Oh shit. Hmm. A word. Okay. And then final question. Um, yeah. Is one too many or too few dogs punted? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should should,
2: should I, you drop kick more or one. less
3: dogs than they did in this okay. movie? How
2: many? Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. Like, cause okay, so get this. Let, let, let's paint a picture, okay. Uh, Keanu Reeves is running through house after house after. We're viewing the movie through his perspective, mm-hmm. really. He's chasing the guy in the mask, who he doesn't know is the Swayze man. Uh, we don't really know that either. But he's chasing the guy through the neighborhood. Oh, he Ferris Bueller's it a little bit. He uh, you know, they do the house thing, everything like that. Uh, and Swayze sometimes will run through a house and like throw chairs down, or like close a latch of a sliding glass door, and Keanu also, like bust through it, and like those kind of things that are all chase scenes. But one of the traps that Patrick Swayze sets for Keanu Reeves is he picks the up this fucking pit bull, a giant pit bull guard dog, and waits. For Keanu Reeves to come around a corner, it's a good. And trap. then just hucks the thing at
1: Keanu Reeves, and it
2: only attacks Keanu.
1: <laughs> and, and, and then he punts I think, it, and he kicks it. If you're gonna punt a dog, at least I mean they did it twice in the movie. He like throws the dog, and then Keanu drop kicks it. I think they need to do at least five more dogs just to make it like if that's if that's the movie's thing, and then it's excusable. They'd be like, okay, they punted seven dogs. Obviously, that's they're doing a shtick. But if you punt like one dog or do it twice i think it's too low and it's too shocking i think
3: that was the most unbelievable yeah. thing in this entire movie was how far that okay. dog flew
1: when he punted. it was a fake dog like they 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 did assure that it was a fake dog for the scene they, it was like a doll and then there was like a trained dog actor of course that of course but the dog was fine i can overlook literally every other scene in this movie
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna pause for a second Okay. I want to rewatch this scene. There's a thing on YouTube, Keanu Reeves punts dog. I I just I need to get it back in my brain so I can talk about
1: it. <laughs> Cuz I'm like dude, if dude. if Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. like kept, he literally he he punts If he kept just throwing dogs at Keanu like next yard, throws another yeah. dog. And Keanu has to punt it. Throws another dog. And there's seven dogs. There's like, he's grabbing every single dog in that whole neighborhood, throwing it on Keanu over and over again. Then it's kind of like a funny thing. And it's kind of like, oh, these dogs are okay. Yeah, but that's like hot shots. That's like a yeah. uh, spoof status. Another dog. It was a little shocking, okay? Utah didn't have to kick it. <laughs> he, like, did, <laughs> he did
2: not. <laughs> and it was unnecessary, right? Like, yeah. you could just
1: off screen, you could just be like, okay, yeah, he got away from the dog. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, that's not a puntable dog. <laughs> it's not a puntable dog. I mean, they did a lot of voiceovers in this movie which i think is another another topic where you know they, they kind of do a lot of overdubs in the surf scene and they did an overdub of, of patrick swayze to kind of make him not a piece of shit when he's leaving his friend where they're like where he's like right by his friend's dead body and like we have to bury him no we can't oh okay and he runs up i feel like you could do that in the dog scene keanu punts and he's like oh i hate punting dogs hope he's okay and then keeps <laughs> running And i feel like you could have included that in the scene to make it okay so specific oh i hate bunting dogs <laughs> or or a characterization oh i hate dogs dogs ate my parents yeah. and then you have a little bit of sympathy for his character
3: and then later or on like, he's um, like just kidding my parents are alive in dayton ohio i lied oh, because shit. i'm a good
1: actor and i love dogs except that dog in particular <laughs> i was undercover <laughs> as a dog. Well, a community it was part of my undercover identities that i kicked dogs um hope that dog was fine guys i don't want to <laughs> make anyone concerned uh i loved the like and people talk about the bromance of this movie this is like one of the one of the ultimate bromance movies uh it was it was it was passionate you know it was like uh they're kind of in the honeymoon stage of the the bromance i mm-hmm. feel uh you know where it's kind of all exciting it's like when you meet a new friend and you know you, you guys have like the same interest and it's all you know it's crazy circumstance it's all passion but then you know, after a while, you kind of realize that one of them's, you know, into kind of weird insult stuff. And you shared a few weird IG posts about vaccines and stuff. And now you're not so sure you should be hanging out so much. And I feel like that's kind of like Bodhi's character. Um, one, it sounds like this happened to you recently. Uh, two,
3: he really was just, try- he was. I think he was trying to get Keanu to break and join them for the whole second half of the movie. Like, I know he was using uh, Tyler as yeah. bait. But, and I don't know if I was supposed to feel this way. I
1: thought Bodhi the whole time was kind of like, we can still get him to join the crew. I feel like he was holding out a little bit that Keanu might, might join. Like he was trying to convert yeah. him. And I feel like there's a reality. It's, it was, it, it's, it's a little bit of a delusional thing because Bodhi is a little bit delusional. Um, But, you know, I think there was a part of Keanu that wanted to go out and just live that bohemian freestyle life. He could like the way he talks, like he could he could like kinda lead you into it That's so that's the scary part. Right. He did a very good job of being like cult leader. Yeah, totally. And that was kind of his vibe too, because he's convincing all of these surfer bros to do these crazy ass things. And he's he gave that one speech by the campfire mm-hmm. where he's like, Fuck the system. You know, this is what we do. Like we're not like those people on the freeways and shit, like, you know, we're traveling the world, we're gonna fucking rob these banks. And I think there is a reality where you have Bodies out there like Amber and I went to Ojai, California, which is like a hippie commune for for Valentine's Day. Like we saw a lot of like aging hippies who were trying to be like hmm. Um like they're like, I feel like a lot of those kind of libertarian type fuck everyone hippies kind of have that mentality. And if Bodie was around right now, like I feel like. He would be like one of those crazy anti-vax crystal healer <laughs> people, frankly. Like I got that a lot from his character watching this. I don't know, like how do you think like Bodhi would post on like Instagram and Facebook? I just I could just see that Ooh. <laughs> from
2: him. There's OK. There's actually an interesting corollary to real life. There's this guy who uh, maybe wasn't into like crystals and stuff like we were saying, but he was known for being a traveler mm-hmm. and he would travel on his own and would go to like the himalayas or amazon and things like that or patagonia and he would come back and post on instagram like these awesome photos of him like in these cool places and he's like attractive and he's got, he's kind of ripped and stuff yeah. and then one trip in the himalayas he never came back okay and it's kind of like almost like a mccannless situation but we don't know when there's not like a diary or something like that mm. So I I could imagine him being like a travel influencer sort of yeah, person. Was, oh, totally. If the
3: yeah. the things that he does are up the alley of the portal into somebody's life that people like to see on Instagram. It's like, Whoa, exactly. Look, look at what he's doing. I mean, but people yeah. ride. If you, obviously, this is like a small microcosm in this movie, but like they're literal professional big wave riders who are riding waves that are like the size of that are at the end of this movie. No, totally. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He on, yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe is he that good at surfing? Yeah, probably not.
3: <laughs> is he that good? Could you imagine if he's that was really a thing cool. back then, and they're like, oh, he sucks. He kind of has this, <laughs> he's
1: he tries. <laughs> he's here, but. <laughs> his, um, his second introduction, because his first introduction is, is where he's hanging out with Keanu Reeves, and they bond over the football scene, which was kind of like the Top Gun volleyball scene in many ways. Oh yeah. Uh, but a second introduction where Keanu is at the shower and Anthony Kiedis of the red, red, chili peppers and the rest of the the neo-Nazis like are jumping him. And then Bodhi like gives this threatening line where he's just like, Whoa, back off war child. Seriously. Like, like that was just so funny. The delivery. Yeah.
2: Was so, um, man, I grew up in a hippie town. Yeah. I grew up. (laughs) Sorry. I went to college in a hippie town. And like that exact two names, like War Child, right? Yeah. That was obviously like a kind of a, you know, tough guy, but like I remember going to like some place and having someone's name being like Leaf Flower or yeah. you know, Moonrise and things like that. And uh it sounded so peaceful. He sound he came in and was trying to be peacemaker,
1: even though he's turned out to be like a badass like Patrick Swayze always is. He's like the right. same character in Roadhouse essentially. Yeah, he's him knowing Kung Fu totally made sense in that scene for some reason, where he was just like whooping their ass. <laughs> and then they made a Roadhouse reference in that movie. Did you catch that? Did they explicitly reference Roadhouse? Gary Busey's character was naming a bunch of stuff that was nearby, and then he was like, oh, yeah, and then the Patrick's Roadhouse down the street. Oh. Huh. He oh, says really? that to Keanu, and I was—I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if, if Ryan. Yeah, they. I think Roadhouse came out like the year before or something. Oh like that. man, I love or Roadhouse. Recently. We gotta watch. We gotta do a Roadhouse season. Roadhouse season. Wait, we just what watched the fuck, Roadhouse? Roadhouse. We road,
2: watched Roadhouse ten times. Uh,
1: it's. I only know it from the Family Guy scene. <laughs> it's. It's a Patrick Swayze movie, I think, and I. I, I guess there's Roundhouse mm-hmm. kicking in it. Hey. Yeah. He plays
2: a guy named Roadhouse. Hot yeah, take
3: here. It's Keanu's fault all the people died in this movie. Um, uh, okay. Much like with oh, the, yeah. I think it was The Lake House. Uh, what what movie did we watch with the anti-union propaganda? Was that last? That was <laughs> The re- Replacements. Re- oh, yeah, yeah. The anti- literally last week uh, with The Replacements. They've successfully robbed 30 banks without ever killing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that they bring Keanu yeah. Reeves to is the one
1: where yeah. like a cascade of deaths follow. Because it's basically the cops that ruined everything. Because there was the cop guy who made the bank thing go south because he wanted to be a cowboy, and then Keanu trying to infiltrate this, he actually fucked up a couple things. He got everyone killed in the first mm-hmm. raid that didn't need to happen, and then he got everybody killed in this. Yeah, I think you're right. So maybe this is kind of like an A. cab movie where uh, he didn't. Oh god. <laughs> he didn't need to fucking do anything. So I'm just I'm kind of siding with you know. some banks weren't hurting losing a
3: few thousand dollars.
1: It was insured. The Fuck them.
3: So this is the thing too. Yeah. In
2: any sort of these situations, never, ever resist. Oh yeah, fuck that. No, never, ever, ever do it. The The banks, number one, you don't care about the bank. Fuck the bank. Fuck the bank. Number one, (laughs) fuck the bank. Number two, all the accounts are federally insured. Like, literally, the federal government insures every single bank account. I don't even want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who goes to a bank? And like- any one of these situations where you're beget by like a criminal, violence, fighting back, standing your ground or whatever with a you know, a gun is never the right situation. And so yeah. like in a way it Keanu was there, but it he didn't do anything to make that cop like, you know, to try to save the day. In fact yeah. he even said, you know, federal police, I'm undercover.
1: Yeah. And he still shot Keanu. Okay, so that one wasn't Keanu's fault. Keanu did fuck up that first <laughs> raid though and got all those guys killed. <laughs> yeah, oh totally. Okay, that was that was a bit. But Ryan, that's a good point. He didn't he did it wasn't his fault for the rest of Bodhi's crew and everybody else who died. Um but it was one of the cops' faults. So if everyone just let these guys rob the banks, they would have had a sick time surfing. The banks would have gotten fucked, so fuck the banks. And then uh I think it all worked what out. What was the um
3: I've been toiling with it. And it just wasn't entirely yeah. clear to me. What was the point of going to the vault in this last one? Is it because they...
1: Yeah, because he always just says... Just more money. I know. We don't but do the vault. It, like,
3: it, was, it became uncharacteristic to the point where Keanu's yeah. character even points it out. He's like, you're breaking your own rules. Dah, dah, dah. Mm-hmm. Is it just because of the intensity of the situation and where things have got where Brody has had one of his side characters kidnap Tyler
1: I think um, I think that's I think that's basically what I got out of it, Jace. Like everybody's impl- just so riled up, mm, mm-hmm.
2: you know, stuff happens.
1: I thought the implication, and yeah, I, I think so too, right? Like probably like the nerves. Um, the implication I thought was this was their last heist. It's the last yeah. job, and maybe he's like, I'm gonna make it count because people, th- this is I'm burning bridges. Mm-hmm. They know who I am now. Like the cops know, Keanu knows who I am. So this is gonna be the last heist. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here and get the vault, which I think ultimately fucks him over um man that we're taking like five seconds to say
3: in the movie like if bodhi was like in the movie this is the last not this, you did this is the last job oh yeah i, mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I, was, I was confused good. i was like what and it makes yeah, <laughs> yeah i guess it makes sense because they've come to uh yeah. the reason it's confusing to me is patrick Swayze's character Bodie. brody bodhi mm-hmm. says uh we've been doing this for 30 years or we've hit 30 banks the game is changing this is just the next <laughs> yeah. evolution And that's when he says to Kanu, why live by the law when you can control it? Again, why I think he was trying to convert him to like still trying to be, you know, come with us. Um, And I'm wondering then why he knew the 50 year storm was coming.
1: Did he think he was going to die in that wave even if he made it there? I think a part of he did say explicitly when he was talking about the 50 foot wave that he wanted to get to was that he was like, that is the way I want to go. Like, mm. he, he straight up said that, where he's like, doing what I love. And, every, and all of them were like, hell yeah, brother. Like, you know, and maybe part of him was okay with that. Like, that could happen yeah. to him. And maybe okay. him being there at the end, seeing the wave, he was like, I ain't making it through that, but fuck jail. So. Well, yeah, so and, that, and that kinda, makes it make yeah. sense.
3: He pushed them to go to the vault because he knew even more so, based on the events of the movie, that this was the last ride the last right cool. that's always trying
1: to catch the the big fuck yeah i love that okay <laughs> fuck yeah ryan this might be a question for, oh, you know first of all you're you are a lawyer but you're not giving any legal advice on the podcast which, you, which you've always been explicit about
2: oh no yeah my my don't fight back yeah. in no yeah. way related to any this form is just of law it's ryan don't the civilian get you and your friends yeah. killed
1: yes this is just just ryan the podcaster and uh th- there's 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 I was wondering the scene where he, like, shoots in the air, right? And there's a couple other scenes where he's, like, shooting at Patrick Swayze's character. They can't just start blasting like that, right? Like, when they're running Maybe away. In the 90s.
2: Okay, 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 okay. So, that is a very interesting question. And that's yeah, what... And relevant. My biggest takeaway yeah, from the movie, right, was, like, this is just an action movie. Yeah. It's not a movie about by-the-books police just trying to get their guy. This is an action movie. Yeah. And the... Main character is a cop who wants to be in the action. Um, you absolutely should not fire at people who are running away.
1: <laughs> yeah, they was uh, like, there's no reason to shoot that guy. <laughs> like, why are
2: they shooting so, him? So the situation is, at least from the federal constitutional level, because okay. it's different in every other state. But it's about how police determine whether or not the person fleeing is a danger to society. Mm-hmm. So... If there's like a credible reason to think that if these people get away, then they're going to harm society. They're going to hurt someone like It's a life and death situation for someone else out there. Uh, they can employ essentially deadly force against a fleeing person is my understanding of it. The caveat is this comes from a case where there's an unarmed dude running away who just gets freaking executed by the cops and Supreme court says, no, you can't do that, but you can do this other stuff. Yeah. And so it's a really weird area of law, right? Because we, the Supreme court is, goes through its phases of like putting controls on police and then kind of like maybe writing in the details on those controls and the, you know, clear and present threat to, you know, actual other people to the public
0: is Bullets
2: kind of a gray area where like well, <laughs> 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 well like okay this, they're bank robbers they have yeah. guns yeah. they're speeding through town like so shooting at them even though they're leaving is that like what does that amount to I don't know the answer Daddy, to that you you might. Eight civilians. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> there might be a black and white answer to it but uh, that's a problem right because whenever you discharge your weapon it needs to be with intent to kill Mm -hmm. that's very clear that's i mean the universal standard is there's no shooting to wound there's only shooting to kill so like if you're not gonna hit the the guy that you're actually targeting the dude what are you hitting you're shooting to kill but you're not shooting at the bad guy so it's this weird area where it's frowned upon right it's really frowned upon yeah they shouldn't be shooting their guns like that like i I really don't don't do it at a car that's going away like you see this in every single action movie don't don't
1: shoot at a car that's driving away yeah i i mean after like all these conversations that's that's been happening like right now about this stuff right watching this movie i was like fuck because the guy they're pulling out of the bank and keanu just pulls out his gun and just empties the entire clip at the car and i'm like why did you need to shoot these <laughs> guys i think that's kind of what i was what i was getting at and i think you you I knew you would have a perspective to, to sum it up in, in a, in a really uh, a great way. So totally dude, like I, it, it watching an action movie, it, I hate that it yanked me out where I was thinking about the real world. I couldn't have the mm-hmm. sense of escapism I get with an action movie seeing right. that where I was just like, fuck, like this makes me think about the legitimate serious problems we have in our society. Uh, I'm sure Keanu Reeves didn't mean to do that, but, uh, yeah, I think it is a movie where maybe Oh, if,
2: let's be clear. He was told what, to. he do. was told
1: to do this in the movie. Uh, but I'm, but yeah, maybe some like some people could see this movie and be like, yeah, that's what I want to fucking do. And I'm gonna when I when I get a gun, I'm gonna fucking you know be a be a cowboy and just shoot you know shoot shit like that. And right. That's that's the shitty thing about these movies. Um. Yeah. The 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 ending of this movie is pretty cool, guys. The it's probably the worst ending of a movie I've ever seen in
3: my life. You didn't like the ending?
1: What? I loved it. I love the it ending. A, Wait, you didn't like it? Felt okay.
3: Like. You know, it's a good thing that you said. Oh, it was probably the first scene yeah. that they filmed. To me, it felt like oh. Um, we ran out of budget. Uh go get in the wave and die. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Which and I thought like, yeah. I don't know, I must yeah. uh, I must have uh, like misremembered it. I thought like when the confrontation happened, um Bodie was out on the water on a surfboard and Keanu Reeves goes out there on a surfboard too to see him in the big way. And they fight on and surfboards. They were like, or they like fought and then he ran out. And I, I was expecting that and I got let down because... Yeah. <laughs> he fucking handcuffs I, um, him. And then lets him go and he's like, is that coming back?
1: <laughs> Shit. That's really I mean, interesting, dude. Like,
3: I
2: like it. Like it's resolved without... Yeah. It's resolved. Like it, yeah, it, that's what I like so much is that there's not a sequel coming. There's not like a, I just, there's a reboot, but
3: I don't yeah. get why we are literally set up through the story to see that Keanu Reeves cares about solving this case and he doesn't solve the case because whether or not he flew to Australia, the guy was gonna die in the wave. I mean what I think was he well, looking did, it yeah. okay,
2: so. Chase, I think the it's more about like a personal thing. He scoured the globe, is what we're told. Yeah. Like, right? Like he scoured the globe. Like he, not not the LA FBI, like he was looking for this dude and he wanted to catch him. He wanted to beat him. I mean, he might have actually lost the fist fight, but yeah. he still got him. He still cuffed him. And it was Keanu's decision to let him go, right? Like it's like catching a fish and letting it go. Like you still caught the fish.
1: But I think he let him go. He, he decided at the last second. Like I don't think it was already in his head that he was. going to I, let him I go. think I can agree with that. I just like. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't satisfying. There was to, like, no was, form yeah.
3: of. Uh, he knew he was gonna die if he goes into the wave. Does that resolve Keanu's sense of justice for the people that died? Like,
1: dude, he emptied a clip into this dude's car, yeah, like for that's robbing a bank. Really good I point. think for Jeez, him,
2: that's actually a really interesting point, right? <laughs> because like, what what what's justice?
3: Yeah. I. Yeah, to scour the entire globe for him. And then I think even that was confusing because the the follow line, like, he knew where he would be.
1: He talked about the 50-year storm. (laughs) Well, I think that was part of his character development at Mm. the very end because the last thing he does is in the most 90s thing ever throw his badge into the ocean oh, I forgot about And the, it. the wind's blowing through his hair and I think in that moment I think he makes that decision of being kind of a free spirit like Bodhi where he's like come on man let me just surf this one last wave mm-hmm. and I think in that moment he stops becoming a cop and becomes kind of I'm, like Bodhi
3: I'm gonna unfortunately say that I think I might have turned yeah. to take a bite of taco and missed the, <laughs> the badge <laughs> throwing thing because I was like how does he get an answer to his boss? When he, let, he just like <laughs> goes back to work on money like i knew he was gonna die his boss like we have to prosecute him <laughs> why do we spend millions of dollars sending you and that entire team to australia if you just let him die in the wave
1: <laughs> jace i think if uh if Keanu was listening and he just knew that you missed it because you're taking a bite out of a delicious taco i think he would forgive you because that's the only reason
3: <laughs> to miss the live
2: Moss, baby <laughs> live
1: Moss.
3: what was well, it with the misplaced Keanu's... spanish okay dios. that was a sick yeah, line go go with dios
1: was i love that line when he says it to, to patrick swayze amber audibly laughed when he said that because it was a it was a weird delivery but i thought it was great man fuck
3: there was like he's from ohio he's... there were like two scenes in this movie where he uses spanish phrases
1: well, we are from we know Spanish. We lived in Alaska. There's a lot of Spanish going around, yeah. LA okay. as well. "via con Dios" is a badass oh, phrase sure. to say to someone who's gonna like go off into the sea, like that's and then he surfs the last wave. Like I, I, I already knew about this ending ahead of time because it's a cliched thing because it came from this movie. Um, so maybe in my head I was like building that myth in my head where I was like, oh, I didn't, shit, I
2: didn't know anything wave. about this movie except for. The skydiving scene, which we haven't talked about yet. Oh, fuck!
1: It was so good. Shit. We gotta, we gotta wrap this review up though, man. We, we, we got some... Yeah, let's, we can talk about a skydiving scene. Yeah, we gotta, so yeah.
2: I was totally... They do. totally yeah. juked me because I knew about the skydiving scene, and then huh. it turns out there's two skydiving scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and the one I knew about was the second one. So, like, so thanks to Julie, and we are both watching, and I was like, you know about this scene? And she's like, no? I was like,
0: it's crazy
2: <laughs> and then it was just a normal skydiving scene <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's like i guess it was seat. cool she looked at me and i was like ah, i don't <laughs> know I, I i guess i'm wrong
1: that's hilarious <laughs> wait so she you, you were hyping it up and it was a regular scene of them skydiving with parachutes
2: yeah because because <laughs> the scene i knew was the, the second
3: one where right. i
2: didn't he know he just that eats was out
3: of a plane with no parachute
1: he just
2: jumps out of a plane with that's no parachute sick.
1: that was awesome that was awesome. That was
2: the most heavy metal stuff, dude.
1: Oh. that was good. And skydiving DC was beautiful, too. Like, long shots of, like, the surrounding yes. things. Like Very I felt cinematic. Like, very, like... Yeah. I mean, a long way for
2: character development, too. They were... Yeah. They were planning on burning this dude, and they <laughs> still wanted to include the, him in their skydiving circle. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I... They really built the tension of, like, being like, oh, we didn't pack your parachute right. We're going to kill this guy. Uh, but instead, they made it a sweet bonding experience, and it shows Bodie really maybe wanted him to, yeah, to feel that, to feel that awakening. Yeah,
3: but I've, for the people who maybe haven't seen the movie and are thinking about watching it, you get through an hour of this two-hour movie, and the bad guys find out that Keanu Reeves is an FBI agent, and there's still an hour worth of movie. They they found out shockingly early in the movie. Yeah, so I think the skydiv- the first skydiving scene, it is like is like at. An hour, and you're yeah. like, I think it's so.
2: G- it's very good uh-huh. tension. Yeah. Oh my god, I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I thought they were gonna give him the wrong. I thought that what was gonna I happen was they give him the parachute that's purposely packed wrong, that doesn't open, and he has to ditch it and go grab onto someone else. I thought that was gonna and happen. That, but he yeah, did, he did he it did in the second one, actually. <laughs> he did it in the second one. It's the second Scott having seen where he does, just jumps out. Yeah, but
1: that was his own fault. He purposely didn't pack his own parachute. Oh, totally.
2: That. And that that's that's the cool brave part, right? He yeah. jumps out of a plane knowing he has no parachute. That was that's, so sick. That's the
1: character moment that they were lo- that we're looking for. Yeah, him going like "fuck" and then just jumps after Patrick Swayze and then hits him, and then Swayze being like, "I'm not pulling the chute. You're gonna have to pull it and lose the gun." Like, oh, dude, like him and Swayze's interplay, or Swayze saying like, "You and me, Johnny. Like, we're going, we're riding this to the end." I just loved shit like that. There,
2: once in my life. Yeah. Guys, please. Once in my life, I want to say, and completely mean it, and have it be appropriate for the situation. Okay.
1: Say, you and me, Johnny. <laughs> We're riding this to the end, or just you and me, Johnny. Just you and me, Johnny. You and me, Johnny's good. It's good. Do you guys want to? You guys want to get in your keyonometers? We
3: man, there's honestly else, man? so much. There's so we didn't much. Get the, yeah there's the, so much the bust
1: out. of the Nazi dudes. Great. Everything. Yeah. That was a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Shocking violence. Yeah. Like when it happens, it happens. It's. I like, was whoa. very stressed. There's a lawnmower thing. Keon almost Ooh, got his face lawnmower. lawnmower. Man, oh man, that almost had me looking away, dude. You thought his face would actually get lawnmowered and uh-huh. they would roll credits?
2: <laughs> no, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna do like a sick karate reverse that he learned. And from then his throw place. the other.
1: Oh man, throw the other guy. Yeah, that was or a like Chekhov's lawnmower. A hand would get caught. Yeah, because you thought someone was gonna go through it when it was on, as soon as it was on, like as soon yeah, as. And Barry Busey just shows up and shoots the lawnmower. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There's was, a way
2: better way of handling that situation than shooting it with a
1: gun. Well, I mean, but this is, this is one of those movies where they oh. just use a gun for everything. Like there's a light switch. You shoot the, shoot the light <laughs> switch. And then, you, you know, good they're night. Like, they're like, Oh, can you get me one of those sandwiches? And they, you know, just shoot the sandwich off the counter and then he eats it. And he's like driving, he's driving the car and he's like shooting the steering wheel, both different directions to steer. And then, you know, he's like, Oh, I got to hit the brakes. And he shoots the the brake pad, <laughs> shoots the, this, the, the pedal. Is that a deli dude? Shit. No, I can't. I can't
2: great man instead of shooting guns he shoots grapes out of his fingers
1: wait hang on no there's another gu- we are doing another gun thing though he's gonna we, we have quick draw you're gonna put in okay, great never man mind, never mind Skip great, man's,
2: to- great man's way powerful than quick draw.
3: quick draw's just yeah, a have dude have you seen those videos where people like yeah mm. like shoot grapes out of their mouth into somebody else's mouth mm. no uh
2: i don't visit the types nah, of popular. <laughs> it was
3: it was a tiktok trend but like he could he could be yeah. he could always be Once eating again. grapes. And instead of, you know, gun mm-hmm. finger shooting him, he could be like yeah. he pops him out really yeah. hard.
2: <laughs> That's the same thing. That's the same thing. It's just a normal guy.
3: But it's in his mouth. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you're going to get a little bit of saliva on you and get hit with a grape.
2: And he has to walk yeah. around with the thing of grapes.
1: Yeah, he's like uh, he's tied up. The bad guy's got him tied up. His arms are behind his back. He's like, we got you now, grape mouth shooter. And then he's trying to whisper something like, what's that? And he gets closer and he pops the grape out, goes through the guy's ear, fucking <laughs> kills him, grabs the keys, gets out. And he picks up the grape again because yeah. he eats another one. And then he, he does it again It was kind of oh, gross. wait, 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 What He uses angry. a grape
3: the first time, and there are no grapes around. <laughs> yeah. So he has to use an eyeball that just shot out of the dude's oh. head.
1: Oh!
2: Oh, that's gross. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say bullet. He just grabs a mm. bullet.
1: No, he can't. it's not a he different He just shape. shot a <laughs> grape through the guy's head, so he can eyeball? use Eyeball? Eyeball's pretty close to grape. Eyeball's closer than dullet, bullet. I don't know. I've seen some long grapes. Huh? Okay. I'm gonna, okay. You, you have seen those long grapes? You, you When you peel grapes and you stick your hands in with a spaghetti and the peeled grapes and they're like, oh, it's guts and eyeballs. Like, that's, you know, pretty believable. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <Jeez laughs> Christ. I don't even know What's what that, that means. <laughs> in haunted houses, man. Should, should we, should yeah, we, we could do key automobiles, man? I, I love talking about this gosh darn movie, but like we gotta, you know, our audience has got to get home. They got, they got the commutes, you know, they're sitting in their cars listening, waiting for this episode to finish up. No, honey, it's almost over. It's a podcast. It's almost over. They just, the intros are kind of long, but right. What's your, what's your key? And that's me. Yeah.
2: It's my cue. I think that it would be very difficult to be more Keanu-y than this movie. If I'm rating this just on how Keanu is Keanu. The quantity is almost there. The quantity is like 100%, right? Yeah. There's no scenes without him except for like the bank robbing scene. It's really quick. I guess there's a few scenes of like Patrick Swayze talking. But quality wise, it's not, it's no Matrix, right? Like in the Matrix, for some reason, he turned it up. Like yeah. there wasn't really a bad line in the Matrix. Call me crazy. No, but I, I agree. This movie, there was something off about his delivery. Like right when he gets there and he's like, I take the skin right. off my chicken, sir. <laughs> and <laughs> I, a I don't know. Scum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what uh, his personality is so on point, obviously. And this, more so, I think, than speed is Keanu E. I don't remember what I gave speed, but I'm going to have to dock a point for quality. And I'm going to go nine. That is what you gave speed. Damn it. Well, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Same, my Straight same problem as
1: with speed, really. Yeah. Jace is like those courtroom uh, typewriter people. What's yeah, those Can what you those read called? that back? What are they called? Courtroom um, typewriter I don't know. Reporter. I just we just call them court reporters. Court reporters. Lame. Just call them typewriter guys. Are you thinking? Of, are you thinking of the word stenographer? St- oh, stenographer. Yep. So what I, I think that's it. That thing is it. Uh, cool. Nine. That's high score. That's still high score. Jace,
3: what are you? Uh, what I'm are you I'm right up there. I think he probably. I enjoyed his performance of Johnny Utah more than his uh, Speed performance, to be honest. I think the character had more to work with because you're not confined locally to the types of places that Speed's character was just because of the story. Um, But like just his delivery of his boss is chewing him out. And he's like, you can't be doing you haven't done shit. You've been undercover this whole time today. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I caught my first tube today. Sir, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> the the this, this, he hammed it up and it will, you know, I don't know if he had the say in this movie. He's whenever I research a lot of these movies, he has some say and it's like, oh, I think the character would do this. I think the character would do this. I don't know if he had that in this one, but the writing for the lines and the way he portrayed the character to me were just perfect. Um, so, man, FBI surfer movie Keanu Reeves 10. I'm gonna give it a ten.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah! Shit, right out of the gate, this is a high Keanu movie for sure. Like, I don't think um literally, a, a high it is a high movie. Uh, it, it's it's like, um, when I think about Matrix, I think his performance might have been a little better in Matrix. However, I think I enjoyed this one more. Um, if I had to build my own ideal Keanu movie in in a point-breakless world, I would pick, you know, one, 90s Keanu, who has his iconic look, his great hair, okay? Two, I would make it an action movie, his forte, okay? And three, I would have him bring some righteous Calibro energy, have him literally be a surfer, and have him go through a mind-awakening spiritual journey like he does in this movie. I think this is, like, literally the fucking archetype of Keanu like when we think about who Keanu Reeves is in movies like I think this is literally it um I think this is like pretty much written for him too like they said Matthew Broderick Johnny Depp and Val Kilmer and Charlie Sheen were originally considered in 1986 when they first pitched this movie uh it has Ridley Scott directing but it like fell through uh but when Catherine Bigelow came along they said uh she said she wouldn't do the movie unless Keanu Reeves did it like they didn't they wanted a different star uh, but she was like, it has to be fucking Keanu. This is the only dude who can play it. And I think for that, I have to give him big points. For me, this is 10 out of 10. This is a flawless Keanu performance, okay? Like, the the actor performance, you can say all you want about that. There's articles about the point break performance. But in terms of Keanu, if you're looking for a Keanu movie, this is it. This is it. 10.
3: He's hanging 10 for me too, bro. Hang a 10.
2: Oh, oh nice. that's, that's a good, good. one, Jace. Good. yeah. All right, if we want to go into the actual movie reviews, though... um, Call me crazy, but this segment might be a little bit different of an attitude. I really liked this movie. If, if, if I'm rating the movie on, like, enjoyment, this is one of the movies where, like, it's maybe a little bit too long. I think there's maybe too much of the Gary Busey character. I like Gary Busey. That sentence has been said before many, many a time. <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed watching this movie. The premise is bonkers premise is some of the most absolutely crazy stuff ever i don't know why the ex-president masks for the bank robbers was a thing uh it ended up being kind of iconic i guess but it took me out of the movie like when they were making political jokes or like nixon references i thought it dated the movie a little too much where this could have been kind of almost a timeless surfer movie Instead, said, we got like this early 90s, haha, this these guys that were presidents recently movie. And I think that, you know, surfing lasts forever, man. Like Bodhi, that's kind of his whole idea was that you should not chase corporate life, right? Like you should chase like free spiritedness. And then he's dressing up like freaking Ronald Reagan. I didn't get it at all. Whatever they were saying, I didn't get. Um, It's a fun movie to watch. So a lot of this movie, especially the surfer scenes, were shot on a very telephoto lens. So there's a lot of foreground that's either skipped or because it's a high vantage point or compressed if the vantage point is on the same elevation as the surfers. And that was very fun to watch. Unfortunately, it was obviously dubbed. (laughs) The characters didn't have wireless (laughs) mics, you know, on their wetsuits or anything like that. Which, I mean, every movie would do it like that. But it was pretty obvious when you're dealing with an actor like Keanu Reeves when he's <laughs> delivering lines in a soundstage and when he's on set. Um, but it was gorgeous. I really liked watching the surfer scenes. In fact, there was like a four-minute-long montage of just surfing, And uh, I didn't have a problem with it, really. I don't watch a lot of surfer movies, hint, hint. Um, the chase scene blew me away, especially with the climax. I think that's probably the best climax any chase scene i've ever seen in my life like it was perhaps a little bit too long like i mentioned i thought that they were doing a bit about how long the chase (laughs) scene was but the 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 climax to it is the most insane like character moment i've i've ever seen they didn't ruin the climax they did not ruin the climax they're not yes i thought the probably the worst moment of the entire movie was the football scene where not i like the scene but the fact that in the football scene, whenever Patrick Swayze or one of his goons would run horizontally, his head, their heads, would pass in front of several different car headlights. And it would illuminate their Farrah Fawcett hair like a halo or like a bridal veil. Because they have these absolutely wicked hairdos, right? Like yeah. like Poison, the band, like right. giant hairdos. <laughs> and it would illuminate the... You could see through the hair. And it was the ugliest... Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's it, it your almost, complaint? <laughs> it almost turned me off the of fuck? the whole Swayze character. Yeah, like it was... Watch that scene again and notice that like the headlights, when they run in front of the cars, you can... You see their skull, like, backlit against the car. And there's just, like, all this, like, frilly hair coming off of it. And it looks like, you know, someone is pressed up against
1: a sheet of wax paper. And there's someone shining a flashlight behind them. Are you doing, like, an Albert Camus The Stranger thing where you're fixating on, like... Like, you're you're mad that the headlights are going through the guy's hair. Yeah. That's, like, a thing that happens all the time, though. This was really bad. Huh. Okay. I, you know what? I'll I'll watch it, took it. Me, it. Yeah,
2: me out of the movie. Okay, like that's what it, took me out of the movie was because you can see their well, bony skull the shooting
1: at people and like the hair, the hair, uh, the hair. Okay, the hair looked bad in that scene.
2: Yeah, uh, date I'll, of the movie from the nineties.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll look at it. What are you? I'll look right. at it, Ryan. If it bothered strive, Ryan, I should strive, see it. Yeah. actually, no, I, know, I, like, I take that back. There are a
3: bunch of plenty of long-haired yeah. surfer dudes still, and if they're playing football on yeah. a beach, which they can drive up to with their headlights. That's what it's going to look like
2: if you're looking at the headlights. Right. But it was like but it was like poofed up like obviously done in a okay. s- like movie studio hair. Like a hairspray, combed, like fluffed out. Right. And it didn't look beach really cool until you put a car okay. headlight behind it. Beach curls.
3: You know? See, so even got like beach spine, waves. got volume because I'm going to move on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this to me I think is very, very close to a 10. Okay. And it's also very, very close to a 5. Mm. I don't know what to do with this movie. Uh, it made me feel good, but <laughs> it also made me feel bad. Uh, I have to give this movie, I think,
3: an 8. I And that's all I got to say about that. All right. It's actually the exact number that I have written down. I'm, I'm giving the movie an 8, too. Uh, similarly... I The action scenes, the action in the movie is pretty fun. Jumping through windows, tackling bad guys. Um, the scene with the raid on the house where afterwards they get done and they're like, he's been working undercover on these guys for two months. And the guy's had to get like a shitty tattoo and has a shitty haircut. And he's like, you think I like this? Uh, <laughs> I like the humor a lot. And then a lot of the those really long scenes where They took some care to get footage of people surfing was i didn't expect i mean i didn't really expect a surfing fbi movie either but um (laughs) uh the i forget the actor's name the guy from scrubs the doc the who plays the same exact character in scrubs who's just this like
2: yeah he can only play that one character
3: like "Ah, fuck you um i think each one of the characters just had uh something that they in this kind of cheesy hammy nineties action comedy that they brought to it that I jived with. I think Keanu and Lori Petty had some real chemistry.
1: I'm surprised. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, eight. Yeah, we haven't talked about really Tyler's yeah. character at all. I think but I think it was it was kind of brief. But uh yeah, when they were smooching on the beach, it seemed seemed Yeah real. she was ve- it was very stereotypical mm-hmm, yeah. female yeah, love
2: interest sure. yeah. in a nineties action movie. There, there was no pretty much the character
1: there was no reason for her to like him other than the movie than the way he looks and the, well, the sob story where we learn that he's a it good liar
2: that was a really cool scene i thought that was very well written yeah
1: yeah dude like i also really fucking enjoyed this movie like we, we i think we were excitedly texting each other too about about point break we were like holy shit this is amazing um i expect this one to be the the easy shitter as well just like speed And fuck, this movie was very effective. I I like to use that term because I think it set out to do the things I wanted to do. Like, does it want, like, the dumb part of my mind to, like, clap its hands when all the crazy action stuff happened? Like, well, guess what I did, okay? I I enjoyed all of the crazy stunts, um, but I also liked the care that they put in for some of these scenes. The surfing, the zen moments of skydiving. Like, I really kind of had that same spiritual awakening that Bodhi was trying to have Keanu do. And then, alongside with Bodhi's character, I think that's kind of the heart of the movie is their interplay together. I wish we had a little bit more of a little bit more of the bromance to kind of make it seem like they're they're more attached. I think it was a little brief. I didn't quite buy that it was a hard dilemma for Keanu to kind of betray them or leave them behind. I think maybe just a couple extra scenes of them talking and connecting in a real way. Um, cause it just seemed like they went on a couple surf trips and Keanu kind of likes those guys as friends, but fuck you know, and, um, it didn't seem like there was as much of a dilemma. So I think that could have been a, a, a small fix. There was definitely flaws in this movie. There was some clunky lines. There was some cheesiness. Uh, but I, I think that kind of added to it for me uh, because this movie isn't timeless. I think it made it even a little better too. Like it, there was a retro quality that I found really charming about it. Kind of the late eighties, early nineties excess. Um, it was hard to shut out those shooting scenes that we were talking about, but overall, man, fuck. I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. I can see why it's a cult movie. I can see why someone like Bodie could exist in the real world and why someone would really connect to that, to his whole philosophy. So ah, shit, I'm going to have to give it, I think a nine for me. Okay. And this is a subjective nine. All right. This is, I know this is not a good, perfect movie, but for this is a Denali wow. nine.
3: High wow. recommend
1: Whoa! This movie also wasn't like the biggest smash. I mean, I think it it got like what 83, 83 mil in the box office. I think it, its cultural
2: legacy has way far yeah. outpaced what it. it's. This is its immediate
1: box the office. The remake is worse. It's like the Blade Runner. It's the Blade right, Runner of uh surfing. Yeah,
3: <laughs> dude. Did you guys see the
1: the trailer I've for the watched remake?
3: Watched the remake. It was trash. You
1: you watched yeah. it? Wait, when like, did you see two it? Two years did ago. Did you watch it? Three yesterday? years ago.
3: Wait, so you knew that you knew the plot of the, Point Break. The I barely that movie is so bad okay. that it was it rapidly <laughs> evaporated out of my brain and I don't even think wow. because of the way they play that one. It's like yeah. anywhere near the story that you get with the the original. Yeah.
1: Really? You know what's weird? Like my brain violently rejects anyone else playing Johnny Utah. Like when I when I think about any other actor and I'm like looking at the 2015 <laughs> point break <laughs> like i just you, cannot uh, accept it yeah
2: you said matthew broderick was in the running to play him earlier and i mm-hmm. started imagining <laughs> him like be it's like neurotic like yeah oh i'm not sure uh, if i'm the right person for this job
1: character <laughs> like in the plane when they're about to jump out with the parachutes he's like I- i'm gonna lick my palms to make it seem like i'm sick and i can't go on the skydiving trip step one of, of skipping out on your extreme sports this movie uh it was it was a cult hit. I think I think it opened number 4 in the box office that weekend, 1991. What else was ahead of this freaking movie? Well, a little thing called Terminator 2: Judgment Day by what? a little guy named James Fuck. Cameron, We've Husband that movie, Husband of Catherine Bigelow. Uh and then uh, the re-release of 101 Dalmatians from 62 and Boys in the Hood also beat Out Point Break that weekend. Okay. Wait, what well, Tom, what fair. Yeah, I just I thought this would be like number one, like speed. Like I, I I was just surprised that this one didn't blow the doors off the place. Like Keanu still it's wasn't the, the, the premise is just so ridiculous. Yeah, you know. But good job, guys. You made a good movie, and I'm I'm happy for it. I feel like I grew a little bit watching it. Multiple times, I uttered, "Man, I want to move to California and learn to surf."
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm really jealous of you too. Yeah. Like, I don't entirely.
1: know that it's more shit like that anymore. I mean, you go out to Malibu it looks just oh. like that it's fucking great dude like, uh yeah. sweet dude I mean I'm I, I want it dude like that's the thing about this movie too is like I f- it feels like we just don't want to stop talking about it which I think is another sign of a, of there, a great there is two hours worth of content impact. and yeah. this is the first time
3: that we probably haven't complained about a movie being that long overly yeah. it's
1: an action so, movie too yeah Yeah,
2: well, I think it was a few minutes too long right there was some like montages that went un- unnecessary and stuff like that
1: I would love a sequel where it's uh, Johnny Utah as, as a 58-year-old. As as a a where he's the surfer now.
2: Oh, I want yeah. uh, the final John Wick movie to reveal at the end that John Wick is just an assumed name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's what he's been doing this whole time? <laughs> and his real name is Johnny Utah. So he kills and, people during the winter so that in the summers he can go surfing. Ooh.
2: Yeah, he's the new Sways.
1: Okay. I fucking love that so hard. And this could tie into our Keanu Reeves cinematic universe. Probably we could we could draw it out and stay to the podcast where we just we can qu- draw a line because yeah. a lot of them I think are connected. Um, and we already speaking of Wick, man, are, are yeah. we doing it? Yep, we're doing we, the Wick. Are we doing the J Dub? I'm excited for the J Dub. I've I haven't seen J Dub since a while it came for me. out. Yeah. it's nice that we can end on the high note of Keanu's revived revived role in our culture. I'm psyched. Join us next week for for fucking John Wick, guys, for episode ten. We're already closing it out. We're already closing out season yeah. five. Oh i'm not ready oh, dude man. i was never i, I wasn't ready yeah oh man gotta pitch more movies like shit we should we should do a a 40 movie yeah, season
3: that's worse i think and, and, and just, i don't know
1: if we, if we just do a season where we go through an entire, an entire, uh, career. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we got State of the Podcast coming up already. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think about, uh, about Point Break and Keanu's very good movies. Uh, Jace, you want to give a, give him the, give him the business? You
3: can follow on Instagram at goodboysgonblam. Hmm. Yeah. And then, and then tweet then, uh, your, rate, rate Send us, us your fan fiction. Great. Yeah. It's tweets, uh, fanfics. GBGB
1: podcast. Um, yeah, if you have any fan theories, yeah, we'll shout you out on the show. Just, just get we'll we'll do a jumbotron if you want. Um, on our on our email and visit our store on Etsy. Yeah, we are. It's all fanfics. Is our store Ryan draw, draws all of them. He's draw, draws good stuff. fanfics. A graphic
2: novel, them. Yeah, can yeah, you he, sell he, that? He, graphic
1: out? novels, he, all fanfics. I think it's he, handmade. I don't he, know. Yeah, you, can, you can draw, and it's it's all fanfics from this movie cool. actually. So, and uh You, you, you know where you're to listening to, to us already. Watch. So, um. Yeah, rate us on the thing you're listening on, and on the other thing yeah, you please. don't listen on either. Uh, if you have a, if you're, if if you have an undercover cop too, uh, tell tell them about us. And then if you are an undercover cop too, tell your surfer gang about us as well, because we rely on word of mouth to grow the show. We don't have an advertising budget or anything, so yeah, you know we appreciate you guys spreading the gospel. You're in between two big swells,
3: and you're just like, you know, there's a guy there or your buddy, you know, and you've been listening. Yeah, tell him to distract like, hey, him bro. and then steal his wave. Oh, I thought you were gonna have him pitch the. Well, yeah, yeah. Tell, podcast. tell
1: him about the podcast to distract him, and then steal his okay. wave. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and then he'll he, to get to the next one. He's yeah. gotta listen to a podcast to get there. So. Yeah, that's good. Um, and, and as always, uh, via via, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> via Is that a bad, is that a morbid thing to end on for our go audience? Go God. Is that it's like no, a, go it's with God. A, I forgot he says woe in this movie too. Shit. He says it, says it oh. twice. Yeah, he does say whoa. Nice nice he point says, break. He says
2: whoa a lot. He says whoa when we uh when they're night surfing like three
1: times. Uh I like nice point break cuz he says the movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like when he <laughs>